Hello Slashies and welcome to Slash, a horror podcast where we talk about the scares, the screams and the spooky stuff. My name is Grace. And my name is Walter. And today we'll be talking about... Kring. The 2015 film Circle, also known as Kring for some (laughs) reason. Thank you Dutch Netflix. Uh, Is it it just that the Dutch Netflix translates the title or...? It might be because every time I try to Google Kring it just gives me Circle and it's not like a Dutch or a German film. So Kring is the Dutch-German word for Circle. Mm-hmm. Especially people in a circle, that's a king. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, kind of excited to talk about this film. I've seen this like four times. Mm-hmm. Um, seen it a bunch of times before we even started dating. And yeah, you highly recommended this. Yeah, I, I was really hyped about it the first few times. Um, but then like after the third time, we kind of lost that specialness. And then started looking at it with a little more of a critical eye. And it's mm-hmm. like, eh, it's fine. Uh, but it's still an interesting film to talk about. It's not mm. a bad film. Um, so, And you found it really interesting as well? Yeah, yeah. So I think without further ado, Grace, why don't you grace us with another lovely synopsis? Well, before I do that, I do have a little bit... We do have a bit of an announcement. Um, we are very sad to announce that Walter and I are no longer dating. No, nope, uh, we're no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. No, uh, we're just... Because Walter has asked me to marry him and I've said yes. Yay! So, <laughs> just wanted to do that fun announcement. Yay! <laughs> so, why don't you, my lovely fiancé, take it away with this lovely synopsis. <laughs> I hope you'll find it very engaging. Aha! I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm sure I'll say yes to that. Uh, okay. Circle, also known as Kring, is a 2015 science fiction psychological horror thriller film written and directed by Aaron Han and Mario Missioni. The film follows a group of 50 people as they mysteriously and inexplicably wake up in the middle of what appears to be a twisted experiment. The group is arranged in two circles in a dark room and every two minutes one of them is killed at random. If they move or if they touch each other, they are also immediately killed. They figure out that even though there appears to be no obvious way to stop the experiment, they can control who is killed next through votes. Members of the group argue with each other over who is most and least deserving to die based on their prejudices and beliefs. The group eventually splits in two, with one side wanting to protect a pregnant woman and a young girl, while the other side wants to eliminate them in order to level the playing field. The first party is led by a young man named Eric and eventually he succeeds in reaching the final vote alongside the pregnant woman and the girl. It is revealed, however, that Eric had been manipulating all of them, and as the child votes herself off, Eric votes to kill the pregnant woman, eliminating her unborn baby instead. Eric wins the game and wakes up in a post-apocalyptic alley where he sees the winners from other experiments and the aliens that forced them to play. Yes, thank you very much, my lovely fiancé, for that lovely synopsis. Feels good to say that. Um... So yeah, Circle. Uh, really short film. Like it's like one and a half hours long and it's like mm-hmm. literally just 50 people voting themselves from 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, but then of course they bring on this sort of amalgamation of a cast. Like all the stere- sort of stereotypical characters are in there. Yeah. So you have uh, people of all ethnicities, age, sexualities. Yeah. Uh, a few of certain beliefs, although it's mostly just... In America, we in, should say. In America, it's sort yes. of a dissection of uh, American society. Yes, exactly. 
So you have a few people who are richer, some people who mm. are implied to be more working class, um, you know... Homophobic people, homophobic people that are very outspoken about that, gay yeah. people, people with visible disabilities. Yeah. Um, uh, there is a police officer there, mm. and it turns out a known criminal mm-hmm. um, who unfortunately also is the only... No, it's not the only uh, Latino character, never mm. mind. So, uh, yeah... Uh, and that's sort of the the thing, right? Yeah, that's the cast, and basically it it has these people argue with each other. Well, like I said in the synopsis, who is most and least deserving? I think one of the first things they do is vote off all the elderly. I believe. Yeah, they go from oldest to youngest, and then it gets fuzzy, yeah. and then they start discussing more about whose life is more valuable. I think the question. If you have or do not have children, yeah, it's, is uh, um, is thrown up in the air. Yeah, and then they come up with who contributes most. That's yes. how they call it. And then they debate like, is that because of your job or because mm. of what else you do? Then of course somebody brings about the race discussion because somebody mentions that a lot of people of color have been killed yeah. as opposed to white people, um, which of course like good mm. commentary to have um and yeah, that, so that sort of creates a divide but then really the divide as you said the synopsis starts to f- f- truly form when they identify that there's a pregnant woman heavily pregnant woman mm. in the room and a small girl who's like eight ish yeah. so maybe seven and they're like okay those people probably one of those two should probably live like they sort of agree but then mm. one group is like okay but if we vote them out that means there's nobody with a clear advantage anymore and everybody has an equal chance of winning yeah and then it becomes a game of which mm. group has the minority. Because as soon as the kill the child and pregnant woman group get the majority, mm. they can vote one of them off and then the other one. And then they can start voting among yeah. themselves and then it's an equal game. And of course, as you watch the film, I feel like you're very much asked to side with the group that does want to protect them Yeah. Uh, till the end. Because um, they also slot some of the more unlikable characters in the yeah. kill the child and woman group, I Just feel. Just want to cir- circle back to a few of the things you yeah. said earlier um, that I found really interesting before we get into that. Because yeah. I think that is kind of the meat of, of what we're film. going to talk about. Yeah. But um, I wanted to say that it is very interesting that it is about votes. And it's literally about casting your vote and having your voice be heard. And one of the things they learn quite early on in the film is that there are a few people there that do not speak English. Yeah. Who then, of course, they do not have a voice in this debate. And I think there's a lady who does try to translate for them. Yeah. The, but, yes. Uh, because I think it's a man who speaks Spanish. Spanish, yeah. I think it's implied that he is Mexican. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing because it talks about how there are a lot of people that are just not included in the debate uh just because the debate is in english and And if you take that as a if you see this film as sort of american society put in a pressure cooker yeah then that very easily translate to that there are a lot of people who live in america and who contribute to america that do not have a voice in the decision making progress because they're not accepted as citizens yeah as americans as americans as the film also points out because uh mm. once they have debated okay you need to have a job and mm. have children he can uh, the mexican man is prompted to tell that he has mm. in fact got three children i, I mm. think he shows a picture and then he does work somewhere mm. 
and then that's not good enough because they ask him, "Are you here legally?" Mm-hmm. And then he can't answer that. Not gonna yeah. comment on that. I, that's a whole different mm-hmm. beast that I don't know enough about to comment on. Um, but then that is a reason. They're just looking for a reason to vote him off, basically. Exactly, yeah. and that's that's the meat of it. It's um, if you define uh, living up to American values is you know having a family having a job it's contributing to society it is working towards an american dream and this man qualifies on every level but he's not seen as an american because of basically arbitrary rules yeah exactly and um that shows how in inclusion and exclusion is just an unfair game in american society as it is in this uh this voting game yeah and i think that's one of the things that the film does really well yeah and also what happens in this voting game is it sort of strips away privilege layer by layer sort of you go from the most unadvantaged which are the people of color and the people who don't speak english mm-hmm. and then uh, uh who are let's out of debate first who are voted mm-hmm. off first mm-hmm. and once they run out of those people they go okay who's lgbt mm-hmm. you know they go after this lesbian woman because they i think they kind of draw the conclusion if you are gay then you do not have a family family yeah then you are raising your children in an unhealthy environment i mm. think one one of the sort of rich asshole guys yeah. argues who is inexplicably tall and broad chested <laughs> he is huge i don't know that always weirded me out okay um and then they vote her off eventually mm. And then I think it becomes Christian versus non-Christian Yeah. at some point. Because one, uh, one of the leaders of the kill the pregnant woman mm. group is, oh, well, uh, somebody says, well, 80% of Americans are Christian. And then he mm. says, well, 80% of Americans are stupid. And then he is voted off because the majority yeah. of people in the room are Christian. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, you sort of get to strip away, like, who, like, sort of this social hierarchy of, okay, who, mm. if somebody falls by the wayside, who is next, uh, like, who, uh, who is next to, can we, what, mm. what else can we strip away until we find the true American? And that has both a, um, it both explains why Eric eventually survives because he is the cis hat white male. Yeah. That is, as far as we know, able-bodied and, you know, of a working age, yeah, etc. Also, well-camped, well well-dressed, well Yeah, if you strip adjusted. away all those all those layers, then you end up with, with someone like that. But on the flip side, that does mean that everyone who basically isn't, doesn't fit into that mold, is not in the film a lot. No. And that makes the debate a lot less interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because if you exclude those mm. people out of the debate that mm. the film is trying to provoke, then yeah. it still becomes white people debating about yeah, this. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of them, that debate that the white people are having is about, about not with, but about white women. And, the, and white women being shown as, um, I guess, the sort of symbol of purity and innocence. So, especially because they keep um, grouping the pregnant woman with the child. Yeah. She's very much infantilized in this film. She's someone that they need to, you know, people feel like they need to protect her, need to take care of her, need to take care of, you know, the white baby that she's going to have. Um, and I, if uh, the more you go into that, the, um, the nastier that becomes. Because I'm not saying, you know, uh, I... I side with the other group, 
But I do think generally that idea, that infantilized image of the white woman who needs to be protected is an incredibly toxic image that has been used in racial discourse just, you know, forever. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And also, of course, there is the implication that Eric only won and only fought his way to the top of that sort of Mm. isolated society through lying and Mm. pushing other people down Mm. and using the system to his own advantage, which is, of course, also this social commentary in itself that the only way to really make it in America, in between brackets, is if you push other people out of the way yeah if you disadvantage other people to further your own game and he definitely positions himself in that debate as being the you know white savior he basically says you know i i'm going to sacrifice myself for these girls should it come down to it yeah i'm definitely going to do that you can trust that i will do that i'm going to go to the end just so i can make sure that they make it and then I'll off myself. Yeah. So I'll eliminate get... myself. And the, the kind of that, you know, I'll take that burden upon me as this white savior. Yeah. You know, that's going to protect these women. It's also a bit of like this populist mm-hmm. rhetoric, right? Sort of this populist mm-hmm. politician rhetoric where they sort of plant this idea mm-hmm. on you of, okay, this is what you, the people want. Uh-huh. I represent that idea. And if you follow me and do as mm-hmm. I do... I will guarantee that I'll bring you to that idea that you all want, right? Yeah. Just follow what I do and just do exactly as I say and we will get to that idea that all of us, even though we're all different and all mm. individuals, all of that want that same idea. Let's all get to that together yeah. under my supervision. And that idea that it, even if you get eliminated halfway through, if he manages to save the child or the pregnant woman, then in a way you have won. And of course you haven't won. You know, you're dead. You're, you're dead. You were eliminated. Um, so I think that's that's a really interesting film that it does, and I think that's again uh, one of the things that the film does. Yeah, that the film does well, even though again that does mean that you you know we don't get to hear a lot from the pregnant woman. I think the child doesn't even speak until the very end, right before she dies. Yeah, she says her name, I think, mm. and then she sort of nods and cries and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and a pregnant woman, does she talk much? Yeah, they question her right at the end. Like, yeah. they, like one the, once the kill them off group start running out of options, one of the guys uh, starts asking her if she's a single mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's the baby? Who's the father? Is he in the picture, you know? Sort of to try to besmear that hmm. idea of purity. Yeah, but still, um, she, you know, she does have lines, but it's never her campaigning for her life, no. really. It's always her being used as a prop yeah, exactly. for that block. yeah. And now to talk about those two groups that are being pitted against each other. And here I think the film uh, falls short. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I, I read that the idea of the uh, filmmakers really was that they wanted to, that none of the characters should be villainous outright. Mm. And I don't think they... they succeeded there are quite a few characters on that side that are parodies at best yeah and Mm. um not only that there's the like the confirmed criminal guy Mm. um that is obviously 
an evil guy uh, because it's like mentioned that he beat up his girlfriend with a tire iron or something uh, yeah. like it's so, it's such a weird dynamic to me anyway because there's like a cop and then that mm-hmm. guy and the cop knows him because he knows the case um and like that is very clear and that is a very clear-cut moment to them like, oh, okay this guy beat up his girlfriend with a tire iron we can zap him off like that's yeah. easy like why not have an interesting dynamic where he was either framed or only did mm-hmm. a small crime like really insignificant like no no possession of weed that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah do that debate do the do the whole drugs debate mm-hmm. you know but no he is a very clear-cut guy who beat up his girlfriend like fuck that guy he can go and then you have the guy who's incredibly like you have people who are incredibly racist or incredibly homophobic and mm-hmm. they all and it's it's done in a really weird way because it feels like as soon as kind of the debate arise at that point you'll have a character that'll go like I am a disgusting homophobe. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not even, you know, trying to hide it. And then you... It sounds like they're making a sound argument. But then if you really think about it, you're like, wait, that's actually a really racist argument. Or that's a really homophobic argument. I'm, I'm unable to give an example right now. But uh, instead of it being like that, it's more like, I am a disgusting homophobe. Well, yeah, okay. I, I can name some examples. For example, the cop I just mentioned, I think... Mm uh well as soon as uh one of the who was one of my favorite characters but sadly he dies like before the half of the movie is one of the people of color who is not named mm. and he is like oh um so mm. are we going to move on to asians next because you're nearly done with the black people mm. and then the cop goes oh why is it always a problem with you people always mm. holding up your hands and that sort mm. of stuff and then suddenly even though the cop he's a cop but uh, he, yeah. he seemed like an all right guy suddenly he's super racist and oh yeah yeah and then mm. and then you also you have the big inexplicably large guy who then is like oh well two lesbian moms i can't be good for the child because they're having sex all over the place <laughs> and then suddenly like when the movie needs somebody to kill off because like mm-hmm. oh fuck it's been two minutes already somebody needs to die well let's make somebody horrible right now so they can kill them off yeah i meant more like i can't really give an example of how they could have done that in a oh, in a good way but the way that they didn't wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, as in, I think you there are a lot of like prejudices that we probably hold that we don't examine. Yeah. And I think it would have been better if it had been more subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's, you know, if someone goes out and about and is just saying, I, you know, I hate lesbians because they're having sex all the time, all over the place. You know, no one is going to take that guy seriously. No, if no. Then that guy's just horrible, and that's kind of the end of the conversation. But then now, like these more insidious ideas, where you go, well, you know, uh, what are the repercussions of a young boy growing up without a father figure? Yeah. You know, perhaps I'm not saying that is like a good argument, but at least it's already slightly more nuanced. Yeah. Is it more nuanced, like, for example, if they had said, maybe this is really nasty what I'm about to say, oh, well, but if you die, unless the kid will have another mom. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And I guess that one is not necessarily... Yeah, like, you can... There are are ways that they could have spun it that didn't make it, okay, the film obviously needs someone to be killed off, so let someone be really horrible. Yeah, because that all sort of understates the debate, as you said, Mm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's valid, definitely. Yeah, and I think um, I get why it happens, though, because they have 50 characters to get through. Yeah. And they've gone for this idea that it's a dissection of 
um, of American society. And if you do it that way, you're going to have to have stereotypes. Yeah. And and that's fine. It's not stereotypes aren't bad. It's bad when that stereotype becomes a caricature. Yeah, which is why I sort of take an issue with the criminal guy because mm-hmm. he is the most stereotypical like gangbanger mm-hmm. that you can imagine. And I feel like that's just sort of uh-huh. a little bit distasteful, you know? It could, yeah. Yeah. Like I get it, but it's also a little uncomfortable that he has to be one of the Latino characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in that sense. And then, of course, all the... If you want to do stereotypes, that's mm-hmm. fine. But then you run the risk of, okay, but as soon as you arrive at the people of color, you can't really make them stereotypical because that would be racist. Mm-hmm. So then those seem like fairly just ordinary people acting mm-hmm. really normally like to us. Uh-huh. And then the other people seem so out of whack because they have to be the stereotypes that it sort of uh-huh. feels like this weird disjoint. Yeah, yeah. Sense. I think that's not just a thing with like black characters, but just in general where you feel like it's like 35 normal people and, and like 15 character actor, actors. Yeah. <laughs> and 15 people who make it to the end. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's... um. And you, you know, you can't develop that in a more nuanced way. It's 50 people, you have an hour and a half, you know. Yeah. You're not going to give everyone screen time. No, exactly. Um, and but it, you... it, it does, you know, they've set that limit for themselves. It's going to be 50 people. They're each going to get two minutes. And it's like a really fast-paced film. It is, it yeah. feels fast-paced. Every two minutes, something happens. And that's an interesting idea. It keeps you on your toes because yeah. every two minutes, something meaningful happens. Even, mm-hmm. even if you don't really know the character that well. Yeah. It reminded me of a short film of which I've shown this to you. I've already immediately forgotten the name of it. Um, And it's about uh, people competing in, I guess, what is revealed to be a TV show. Yeah, it's a game show. It's a game show where um, they have to decide that one of them is going to, um, well, be eliminated from life, basically. And then all the others will get a certain amount of money. Yeah. And then they have discussions about, you know, who am I? What do I want to do with the money? And you have one person saying, well, I actually don't want to share my personal story uh, because I don't owe that to anyone. Uh, But I'm here for good enough reasons. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. And that opens up a really interesting debate amongst them about who deserves and who doesn't deserve to be alive. And also why someone would enter a game show like that. Yeah. And it has a really cool twist. Um, if we, if I find the video, I will, we can put like a link somewhere. Uh, we'll link it on Insta, yeah. Um, and I think that almost did it in a neater way because it felt like they were all developed characters. And the discussion was a, li- a little bit richer because of it. Yeah. And because it was like... 12 minutes long or something. Yeah, and like eight people. Uh, less, less six? six i think six? Yeah, yeah 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 that's the thing because you scale you basically scale mm. this thing down you don't have to deal with 50 people you can just mm. do six and then flesh them out more uh, yeah yeah even though like i wouldn't have liked to get to know these people mm. more but i i get what you're saying with uh well it wouldn't have with... been like this no necessarily exactly. yeah and you could still have had a pregnant woman and you could have had eric who's the manipulator and you can still, still do your twist you can have the the what is it? Is he a lawyer who has the seven kids? Banker. Banker. Yeah. You can have him. You can have someone who doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. You can have the lesbian lady. You know, yeah. and maybe someone who, in, like, indeed, like a very small crime or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 
Uh, I do like there's so many lies in the film that I really like. Like so many people are like, scheming and shit, and especially like the married couple. Yes, yes. Those are so fucking cool. Oh. And you can actually see them like at the very beginning. They end up next to each other. Okay, so there's a man and a woman, mm. and then once they're sort of the point of discussion, or the, no, the guy just comes up with this. Hey guys, this is my wife. Mm. If it comes down to it, please kill me instead of her. And then it's revealed that they made the whole thing up mm. like by the end of the film and I thought that was really fun but you can actually mm. see them talking like right at the beginning of the film like they discussed the whole thing yeah but there's so many more and I think that's really cool like because of course you'd lie like mm. nobody's gonna be totally honest yeah in a life or death situation I wouldn't mm. um, and I also saw on IMDB the soldier guy mm. the there's a, a guy who just came back from military service and mm. he says I just came back from two years in Afghanistan mm. and I'm coming back to my seven-month-old daughter. Yeah. That can't be. If yeah. he's been in Afghanistan for two years, mm. he can't have a seven-month-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you don't even catch that. And so many people are just lying about shit. And mm. I think that's just the coolest. That you just In that sense, I kind of want to go back and like, okay, how many people are actually being honest and what does mm. that say about like where they stand in the whole debate, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's interesting and you start to wonder like what would you do if you were in this situation because it kind of that it kind of has the same problem as when you're playing werewolves or I think mafia it's called the yeah. English version yeah. where it's like if you're the first one to speak then everyone's like ah, you're gonna go yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you never want to be the mayor <laughs> no you don't want to be the mayor you, you don't want to be the guy who has to peek yeah, one of the characters that I think were really interesting is a, a man who didn't vote and doesn't speak. Yeah, exactly. And he just refuses to play along. And that opens up another really interesting debate in the within the experiment. Because basically they don't know why they're there and how they got there and why they're doing this and who has done this to them. Yeah. Um, someone does mention that they kind of remember being taken by aliens and I think they are immediately eliminated and they kind of don't take that seriously. No, because uh, there's this basically this sort of... They, they play him off as a bit of being a bit of a hick. Mm. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I saw them and I saw you and they were big and green and, I, mm. uh, and they had a room. And he sounds a little bit discompopulated, yeah. so they sort of disregard him. And then, of course, by the end, it does turn out to be aliens, yeah. which we'll get to in a sec. Yeah, um, because they... I mean, at some point decide, okay, we have to vote and that's sort of the only control we have. And there's this idea floating around that there's a right way to play this game. There's mm -hmm. a way to win the experiment. Yeah. So maybe if they pick the right person to survive, then it will all, you know, they'll be brought back to life or they're not even really killed in the first place. Something yeah. like that. We'll have won the experiment, won the game and it's all fine. And that's kind of, you know, a very in a way, a metaphor for life because, you know, you don't know if you're doing the right thing. You don't know if there are some unwritten rules that you should follow and then that, then if you do, you're, you have a good life and you are, you know... Saved by the saved end. Saved by the end. You don't know that. You can only guess. You can only try to do the good thing. And then some people say, well, if I don't know, then I might as well just try to save myself right now. Then I'm not going to wait for the, you know end times because I don't know what they're going to look like. Yeah. Uh, and you have people who think, well, the only thing I can do now is try to do good. And I think that's the silent guy because he just abstains from the voting process. He doesn't participate. 
he doesn't let himself be dragged into this really dehumanizing game, this dehumanizing experiment. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I, I thought he was a really interesting character. And, but then he, of course, gets eliminated as well. And then you're back at the question, well, what was it for? What was it all for? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Even if you, you hold yourself to the highest of morals you're going to get eliminated. Yeah, and that is sort of ties in with what you said to me this morning mm. when we talked about this film, is that it's a very nihilistic film. It's an incredibly nihilistic film, yes. Yeah. Because that's the question, is there a way that you can be good? And we think, we kind of believe that if Eric and his group win and the young woman or the child, so the pregnant woman or the child survives, then in a way, good has won. They have done the experiment in the right way and then at the very end, Eric turns against them and it's this idea that it none of it mattered you know no none of it mattered and the only thing you can do in life is try to survive because none of it matters anyway yeah exactly. it doesn't matter if you're a good person doesn't matter if you lie doesn't matter if you tell the truth they're just in it for yourself and then he it gets out of the experiment and he sees the other winners and some of them are children or pregnant women so clearly They've had these sort of similar experiments all over the place and he sees the aliens and it's his idea that there is just a sort of um, upper creature that is playing games with us and we think we win, but winning is just probably being put in the next game because that's kind of what they imply, right? Yeah, exactly, because the ships sort of hang around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then of course you play the game differently because Mm -hmm. you've all played the game before. Yeah. And I think I am not a very nihilistic person. I don't necessarily like that message. But, you know, that's my personal opinion. I thought it worked for the film. But then we come to the ending. Yeah. And I think the ending is absolutely the worst part of the film. Yes. up The ending, like, up until Eric is the only one left is fine. Yeah. If you watch this film, you... I. Actually, we just advise you to stop watching there. Yeah. And not look at the alien ending because it gives you nothing. No. Because if you, if we take this film to be this nihilistic me- film, right? This ni- have this nihilistic message, which is fine. Then you want an ending that reflects this idea of like, you schemed, you lied, you manipulated, you killed people. For what? It was all for what? You did this for nothing. Yeah. And I think the best ending would have been if a film just ends with two minutes of absolute silence with Eric just being the last person left and having to just live with that and live with that knowledge that there's no escape from the experiment. Two minutes of absolute silence. The last two minutes he has a life of him alone with the knowledge that he killed everyone in that room and then he zapped yeah. And that's the end of the film. Yeah, and that would make so much more sense mm-hmm. because then it's a proper experiment as well because mm-hmm. then they've had 50 people in a room mm-hmm. and it's it's like uh, in middle school I mm-hmm. was picked to do this experiment in mm-hmm. my extra time with locusts. Mm-hmm. I basically observed them and at some point the locusts die and then you have your results. Mm-hmm. And that's how you perform science. You just wait until whatever insect or whatever the fuck it is has it's- finished a certain cycle mm-hmm. and then you can look at the results. And it's really weird to then, unless the experiment is about, okay, what happens if we subject one human Mm -hmm. that is basically selected randomly to this experience? How does it interact with other humans that have also 
experience this. But, uh -huh. that, that, but that doesn't make sense in the experiment terms. It's way more logical to just observe 50 people mm -hmm. in a room, how they react up until the last person's dead, and then do that yeah. 100,000 times. 100,000 times and see what, what is the end. Yeah. What, what the patterns are within that group. And I think by, um, by having this ending where you see, oh, it's aliens. Aliens have come to Earth destroyed earth and are now making us basically do like a lame version of the hunger games <laughs> <laughs> yes and so the question why are we here and who is doing this are answered in the most unsatisfying way because if it's just oh it's aliens it's the same as being like oh it was ghosts yeah. oh it was a demon it says absolutely nothing it, is, it has no significance. We can't draw any conclusions from it. No. It's just, it's absolutely nothing. And I think that's also what the film wants you to think. It's like, oh, it's aliens, but that still doesn't answer any questions. But then that is unsatisfying in the wrong way. Not satisfying in like, it's very nihilistic. Because then it's not nihilistic, then there's just aliens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just well, aliens, it's whatever. It's just aliens, whatever. Oh, it was aliens. Okay, question answered yeah, why are they doing this they're aliens we don't know what aliens do we don't know what they want they, they just did this it's such an unsatisfying ending and i'm like for what why did you do this why did you like your film was fine and then you just had to do like a shitty ending you just yeah. had to this was definitely a film like the whole point of this experiment the whole point of the experience of the people in it was that it didn't know what was going on yeah so either you answer that question in a very satisfying fulfilling way that makes sense that that makes you realize why this is happening or you don't answer it at all because that leaves that leaves you with that kind of nihilistic void of like these people just killed each other over nothing that you want yeah exactly i wonder if this is one of those cases where test audiences saw this and it's like hmm, the ending doesn't make sense and then they had to add the, add the alien bit in i don't know i do know that like almost all of the reviews were like why? Why, why was, was there aliens? Why was there aliens? Why didn't you just cut? Yeah. Also, I hate that the alien ships just look like the most stereotypical flying saucers. Like, yeah. Uh, went a bit in New York there. Flying saucers. <laughs> okay. Like, almost... I would, like, that would have been dumb, too. But, like, I would almost have liked it if it was just, like... He, he got out of the experiment room and it was just, like, a stereotypical alien. Like, just, like, a green bubble head. It was just like, hi. That's <laughs> just the end of the film. <laughs> Like, that would have been equally dumb, but at least I would have gotten a laugh out of it. Yeah, it's just Robin Williams, like, nanu nanu. Yeah, that's the end. Just cut away. Just yeah. credits. Or uh, a very old-timey TV flicks on, and John Kramer comes out and says, Congratulations, you survived. <laughs> oh, man, I hate it. I yeah. hate it. Saw in space. Yeah. I, I You know, because you're thinking, what is this? What is this about? I At some point, I was like, maybe it's going to be, like, the afterlife, and it's like we you know hells other people uh -huh. so instead of like a god or whatever making your final judgment it's just other people yeah and i thought that could have been interesting and i would have liked to just have my own explanation and my own thoughts of how i want to interpret this rather than the film being like no it's not the afterlife it's not this or that it's aliens yeah, because then again, the whole social, sociological sort of commentary starts falling apart as well. Because if we just see this film as a metaphor for American society, then it makes sense that this cast of people has been picked to mm -hmm. play. But 
it's aliens. Mm -hmm. They presumably don't know us. Yeah. That's why they come to Earth. So they don't know that they picked this perfect slice of American society, Mm -hmm. or perfect, quote-unquote perfect, to play in their game. Yeah. So why did they pick these 50 people? Mm -hmm. And, and, And presumably, they did that billions of times. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. No. Because then they would have, have such an advanced knowledge of human society that there's no reason to do the experiments. Yeah, they could possibly just predict the yeah. outcome. Yeah. So then they're just doing it because they like torturing people and then there's no reason to create these like uh, slices of, of society. Then you no. just grab 50 people and put them in a room and, you know. Yeah, hand them a stick or a laser and have fun. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. Like, watch that short film. Watch... Uh, Alice in Borderland. Oh, Alice in Bo- yeah, that's a good. Alice in Borderland is a good, like, better version of this. Yeah. So if you don't know, Alice in Borderland is a Japanese Japanese series. It's also a manga, and um, it's about this post-apocalyptic uh, world, and um, people are being uh, forced to compete in games. Yeah. And then um, if you win the game. You get a visa. So say the games are all like themed around cards. Yeah. So if you did, for instance, a um, five of hearts, then um, you get a visa for five days. So you get to live for another five days and then you have to do another game to basically continue to get visas. Yeah, exactly. That's really interesting. Show, Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's Netflix original. Go Mm -hmm. watch it. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's uh, intense. Yeah, exciting. Yeah. If you liked the idea of this film, you will like that as well, I yeah, see. Definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little... And it's a little Saw-esque, of course, obviously. Mm. And actually, one of the people from Saw 5 was in the film. Mm-hmm. The the wife from the quote-unquote married couple was in Saw 5. Oh, okay. Yeah, where she does make it to the end. What was her... The, they're the ones that had to put their hands in the blade table. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, I have seen Saw, like, years ago in the wrong order, so uh-huh. I don't know. Saw is one of my favorite franchises. I have, you probably can guess because I name drop it all the time, but I really, really like Saw. We will do a, a Saw special. We've had that in the pipeline for a bit. Yeah. Where we're going to watch, um, because I don't want to do all of them individually no because then we'd have eight episodes by the time spiral comes out yeah so Nine. we're probably going to group them yes. in a way that in, in feels satisfying yeah but we need to find a good moment to do those mm-hmm. so stick around yeah yeah um i'm not looking forward to watching saw seven again it's <laughs> so bad <laughs> sorry uh, yeah, you said that this um, should be a play. Yeah, well, not necessarily that it should be a play, but that in many ways it feels like one. Because, I mean, just practically nothing happens, you know? Just, like, no cool... Set changes. Set changes. Uh, it's just basically people in a room discussing something, and that feels kind of like a play. Yeah, exactly. And the costumes are nothing to write home about. Like, they look like they just raided a Halloween store and just grabbed some costumes and just threw them on people. Yeah, you think they look weird? I don't think they look weird. I think they look standard, you know? They just raid any prop prop department and you just have a cop costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. A a soldier costume. Yeah, exactly. A A criminal costume. They're all dressed very, like... 
in an obvious way yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a white shirt and suspenders yeah. and some black trousers there you go you're a rich guy now here is a, a spencer there you go you're an you're older smart. rich guy now yeah. Oh. yeah 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 fair enough fair yeah. enough no uh, so i was thinking if you you could do something like this with a smaller cast of people yeah and you would do bit you could have basically the same premise but you would have a little bit more of a like interaction with the audience in that way mm-hmm yeah, you could maybe do like um, I don't know. You could have the audience vote. Yeah, I was gonna say like a trail to organ thing where the audience mm. sort of votes, but then of course they vote in between the play instead of before. Yeah, yeah. that would be interesting. You and it would be all like kind of guided improv. Yeah, and oh, wouldn't that fucking suck if you're in the audience and it turns mm. out they all die by the end, so your choices didn't matter, and you just feel like shit before for like voting yeah. off one or the other people first. Well, the only thing that matters then is that you got to see more of that character. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh we'll write that one down for someday. Yeah. So uh yeah, I think that's I think we've discussed all that we wanted to discuss. I think so too. I think Kring or Cirque, whatever you want to call it. It's a really interesting film. It's definitely one that I would recommend to people. I think it has some problems. I don't think all of the characters are as strong as they could be. Um, I think some of them are even quite uh, stereotypical in a a bad way, caricatures. But that's also to be expected when you're trying to cram 50 people into a film, uh, 50 characters into a film. And I think the ending really sucks. But apart from that, it has a really interesting premise. I thought it was tense. I liked the twist. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, it's a short film. So if you're like, just something quick to watch, like instead of like a series episode or whatever, just one and a half hours, watch this, you know? Yeah, and it'll definitely get you talking. Like if you watch this with, with a group of friends, you like definitely have like enough to talk about for the next few evenings. Yeah, yeah. I watched this with my dad the first time and we actually really had a sort of interesting conversation of like what we thought of it. So yeah. yeah. Not that my dad and I don't talk regularly, but just had an interesting conversation after the film. Yeah, sometimes you just have a film and it's good or bad or something. And just like, yeah, yeah. that was the film and that's the end of it. Yeah. And sometimes you can just spend nights talking about it. We, It doesn't matter really what film we watch. We usually do that anyway. But yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So And we made our hobby out of it. So, mm-hmm. um, But I think on that note, I'm starting to yawn more and more. So I think mm-hmm. it's time for us to head off to bed. We record these really normal times. So, thank you all for tuning in, either Uh on YouTube or on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Stay tuned for the next one, Mm -hmm. which we will determine what's that going to be. Until then. I've been Grace. I've been Wouter. And and you've you've been been slashed. slashed.